Hi everyone, today I want to talk about the drama that unfolded in the game between Sri Lanka and Bangladesh just a few days ago, now that the dust has settled. And I want to start by looking at the incident that kicked off all the chaos. Bangladesh needed 12 runs to win off the last over to send them into the final. Isrudana bowls the first ball and it's a bouncer dot ball. It was a legal delivery, it was above shoulder height but below head height. Second ball, almost identical. But this time Bangladesh tried to scamper through for a single, but there is a run out at the bowler's end. Now this is where Bangladesh began to protest. Mahmudullah went up to the square leg umpire to air his grievances. And looking at the replays, he had a right to feel aggrieved. Now in 2020s, you're only allowed one ball above shoulder height per over. And when you looked at those two balls, both of them were above shoulder height. Now, anyone thinking they were trying to get a call for above head height, think about it. That would mean a wide delivery. You can still get run out on a wide. So they weren't going for that. What they were looking for was the no ball call for two balls above shoulder height in the over. You can't get run out on a no ball. And it also would have meant a free hit, which would have been crucial at that point in the game, potentially decisive. So you can understand why Bangladesh felt so aggrieved. But to be fair, at the end of the day, the most important thing was that Mahmudullah was back on strike. The runout was almost irrelevant because Mahmudullah was back on strike. And we know Mahmudullah is still good enough to get those 12 runs off four balls. At the end of the day, it was much ado about nothing because Mahmudullah finished the game with a ball to spare. But what happened after that dismissal was borderline farcical. Shakib al-Hassan just returned to the team as the captain. He threatened to take the players off the field. He was calling Mahmudullah to leave the field. Now, to me, that is absolutely unacceptable. You cannot go around threatening to take your players off the field because you feel aggrieved about an umpiring decision. I understand it's a crunch game and the margins are so fine but that does not excuse that kind of behavior. Even in this era of DRS, every team is going to have decisions that go against them. It's part of cricket. So therefore, you can't go around threatening to take your players off the field anytime you get a decision against you. That is completely against the spirit of the game. So to me, that was very disappointing to see from Shakib. To be fair, Mahmudullah, wasn't particularly keen to do so. He sort of went halfway to the boundary line. I think it was pretty clear that he was reluctant to carry out Shakib's orders, which was good to see, because at the end of the day, no one wants to see that kind of thing happen. Now, Shakib later said he felt aggrieved also because the square leg umpire had indicated for a no ball. Now, first and foremost, the square leg umpire does not have the power to give the no ball in that situation. He is just indicating to the standing umpire what he feels is the correct decision. Now, to be fair to him, invariably, the standing umpire takes the advice of the square leg umpire. If you think about wide deliveries for the ball being above head height, you'll often see square leg umpire make the wide signal and the standing umpire will follow suit. So that was a little bit bizarre. But nonetheless, they didn't reverse their decision. The decision was never made because the standing umpire is the one who has the power to make the decision. The second thing Shaki was aggrieved about 
was that Nurul Hassan, who had come onto the pitch to deliver drinks, he had got into a war of words with Uhul Taranga and Danushka Gunatilika, and it looked like those two were pushing him off the field. Now, you don't want to see that from either side. There was actually more words after the game ended. If you saw Kusal Mendes, looked like he was trying to confront one of the players from Bangladesh. Now, I don't know who was at fault for those little incidents because we don't know what was said. But I think it's fair to say that it's disappointing to see that kind of animosity spill over after the game has finished. So I think it was not great on the part of both teams. But anyway, going back to the original point, Shakib still did not have a right to do what he did. And this was only compounded. This was just the beginning. We later found out that Bangladesh damaged their dressing room after the game during celebrations, it seemed. Now, that is absolutely deplorable behavior from Bangladesh. First and foremost, it's not your ground. You're the visiting team. You don't own the ground and you're going to cause damage to it. That is shockingly bad behavior. But first and foremost, it doesn't matter whether you're the home or visiting team. There is no excuse for that behavior. Absolutely unacceptable, no matter the circumstances. Then, obviously, as you would have expected, the ICC had to intervene. When I saw this whole thing unfolding, I just thought, wow, the demerit points are going to come in bucket loads. But to my surprise, there were only a few demerit points. Nurul Hassan and Shakib al-Hassan picking up one demerit point each. Now, to me, Shakib got away with one here. The whole point of the demerit point system should be to act as a deterrent for unsportsmanlike behavior through the potential for suspension. Shakib receiving only one demerit point, that's a level one breach of the code of conduct. That's a minor breach. What he did was not minor. That was a major, major violation. And I think he should have got at least three demerit points. It should have been at least a level two breach of the code of conduct. So to me, the ICC were not strong enough in their stance on this. You have to stamp out that kind of behavior. Teams threatening to take their players off the field because of one umpiring decision? No, that is not on, no matter what the circumstances. And as I said with the dressing room, again, it doesn't matter what the circumstances are, that is not on. So to summarize, I think Bangladesh, even though they had a right to feel aggrieved, the way they reacted, to the whole situation was very poor. It was very disappointing to see Bangladesh act in this way. They are building a reputation for this. Their emotions getting the better of them in the heat of the moment, and they do reckless things, things that are, in hindsight, really quite shocking. So hopefully this is a wake-up call to Bangladesh to really start behaving in the proper manner. And again, the ICC need to be acting when things like this happen. They can't sit idle and let people get away with this kind of behavior. But anyway, if you got this far, thanks for watching the video. Let me know what you think about the whole situation and I will see you in the next video.